Welcome everyone to the podcast, Your Destiny Starts Today. This is Rabbi Gavriel Jackton, and I'm so grateful you're joining me in this lifetime journey together. Every single day brings with it new and unique challenges, tests, and surprises. That's how the Almighty intended it. It's our universal mission to make the right choices based on the eternal wisdom of our Creator, to be the greatest version of ourselves. Our destiny depends on it. We are living in one crazy world. What is going on? The world has turned upside down. And I know many of you are confused, including myself. Many of you have many questions, lots of social media posts, lots of videos, different news stations saying different things. I just wanted to bring out some points that maybe you've heard already, maybe you haven't. And um, I think it's very important. So first of all, if you notice, Jewish people in general, are mentions. Look at a typical Jewish protest. A typical Jewish protest is a peaceful protest. Jews are getting together, pro-Israel, putting up signs, pro-Israel, signs of those pictures of those who are kidnapped. We're, we're mentions. We're not looking for violence. We're not looking to hurt anybody. We just want to be seen. We want to be heard. And I'll even say the insane Jews who are pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas. Even if the Jews by themselves are having that protest, they'll be peaceful. They'll be together. But contrast that with the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas, whatever the, whatever the other protests are, how often are they screaming, down with Israel, down, whatever they're screaming. And they get into fights. Like, what is going on? This is not how human beings act. I've said it before. Hamas is sub-animal. They're sub-animal. And it says so in the Torah. The Torah says that they're called para-adam. Para-adam. And even the Chavetz Chaim said it's called uncivilized. Uncivilized people. They're not really people. I'm sorry to say so. And I'm talking about Hamas. I'm talking about the evildoers. But in Hebrew, the adjective comes after the noun. Adam gadol means a great man. Adam means man. Gadol means great. That's how you say great man. If I wanted to say a wild man, I'd say an Adam Pera. But Pera Adam means a manly animal, a manly wild thing. So their essence is being wild. And that's why they do this. Maybe you saw the video of looking for Jews to kill at the Russian airport. What is going on? Jews don't do this. I'd like to say something else. I don't think Israel has ever, ever kidnapped civilians. We don't kidnap civilians. Sorry, folks, we don't do that. We might kidnap terrorists, but not civilians. And the fact that Hamas kidnapped civilians, and the fact that, of course, we know what they did to so many Jews, unfortunately, and killed so many Jews ruthlessly, but there are people who are pulling down signs of those who are kidnapped. What nonsense is this? What are you doing? What value do you have for human life to pull pull down the signs, pull down the pictures. What are you doing? Subhuman. Sorry, you cannot do that. And I want you to understand the opposite. Think about the opposite. It would never happen. But let's just say that a bunch of crazy Jews, Israelis decide they're going to go into an Arab country and grab a whole bunch of Arab civilians and murder them. You know what Israel would do? Israel would 
try these people. They say, we have nothing to do with these people. They sentence them to death or kill them or who knows what or jail. They would try them with the most atrocities as possible. We, we would support the Arab countries and, and uh, sympathize with them. But there's no sympathy to the, to the people that are kidnapped. This is subhumane, folks. And the Almighty expects basic common sense from people. You cannot claim ignorance. Folks, the Almighty gave each of us a brain. You need not to be brainwashed by stupidity. And that's what it is. It's, it's stupidity. And you're going to be responsible if you take sides that is based on beyond naivety, pure stupidity, pure brainlessness. You're going to be responsible because we're going to get into it. But we believe in God. God is here. Remember, God destroyed the world because of Hamas. Hamas means robbery, but there's no coincidence. But there was plenty of other immoral behavior that the Almighty decided the world is done. Hashem knows what's going on. He knows. He tells us there's good, there's evil, choose good. But certainly to act as animals during riots, to pull down pictures of those who are kidnapped, this is not how human beings behave. And What's amazing is you see the idea of soldiers, you see the Jewish country, they're dancing. This is insanity in the other way, in the other direction. Dancing, singing, it's unbelievable. I feel so connected to my Jewish brothers and sisters. I feel so proud. My soul is elevated beyond my imagination. It's unbelievable. I'm so proud to be part of this wonderful people. People are praying for each other. We're doing acts of kindness for each other. We're growing. We recognize that we're all in this together. But to be to be like an animal, bloodthirsty, that's not the way of a Jew. And you won't find that in any videos of Jewish people doing that. So let's say you were someone who was pro-Palestine and wanted to connect to the um, Arabs and say, okay, listen, you know what? Uh, Israel's wrong and we're right. So how would you do it? If you're a mensch, what you do is you say, and even if you have the wrong beliefs, certainly... You feel bad for those who are kidnapped, for those who are murdered. You, you apologize for that. You're, you cry over those lost innocent victims. And you say, we care about the civilians, and of course you should be anti-Hamas. But unless you are those things, then you, in my opinion, are not to be valued. Sorry. If you can't recognize those who are kidnapped, if you can't recognize the innocent people who are murdered, if you can't recognize that Hamas is an evil organization, then, then you're basically sub-animal, in my opinion. Because what is that? If you want to say, I'm just pro-civilian, protect the civilians, I want Palestine back, and you admonish those evil people, that, there's something to talk about over there. But that's not what you see. I'm sorry. All right, so that's a little insight. Um, as for the Jewish people, it's very important to recognize, what does it mean to be Jewish? What does it mean to be Jewish? Why is Israel, Israel so important to us? So... That's a whole nother subject. Judaism shouldn't just mean I'm Jewish because my mother's Jewish, right? It's a lot more than that. If someone were to tell you, hey, I heard you come from a family of baseball players. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, uh, whatever. Hopefully you'll be able to share. Well, you know, my father, you know, he was a first baseman for the Yankees. He had a 300-something batting average. And he was known, he was on the All-Star team a couple of years. Oh, and my grandfather, he was on the Boston Red Sox. And oh my gosh, they called him Uncle Billy. He was so good. And myself, I'm a first baseman, right? 
there's a little details you can share, but it's sad reality when Jewish people ask them, why are you Jewish? What does it mean to be Jewish? And they really don't know the answer to that question. Well, folks, if you're Jewish, you have to know the basic answer, right? If you want to identify as a Jew, then you have to be able to answer certain basics. And that is, number one, as Jews, we believe in one God. We come from Avram Avinu, Abraham, our forefather, and Sarah, and Isaac, and Yitzhak, and Rebecca, and Jacob, also named Yisrael, and his wife. And we're his children. And we, and we believe in one God, creator of the universe, who also took our forefathers out of Egypt, the, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God promised Abraham that I'm going to give you the land of Israel. And that's why Israel is so important to us. We also were commanded to do the commandments, the mitzvahs. That's another whole subject. Very important for Jews to actually try to do mitzvahs, all of us, and to take it seriously. We're not just a culture. And anything you're being taught in your synagogues that's counter to that, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not Judaism. We have to be strong here. You know, someone knows baseball. They know there's nine innings. There's three outs per inning, three strikes. If you want to play with four strikes, you want to play with eight innings, you want to play with four outs, it looks like baseball, but it's not baseball. Judaism is based on the Torah. The Almighty gave us instructions for living. He gave us the Torah. Along with the written Torah is an oral Torah based of the Mishnah with the Mishnah and the Talmud, the Mishnah and the Gemara. And that's part of Judaism. And we have instructions for living. We have 613 commandments. We have many rabbinical commandments. We have customs. And this is what we've been doing for generations. And there's always been observant and non-observant people throughout. Unfortunately, people that believe more, people that let, don't believe as much. It's hard to believe. It's hard. It's the greatest thing God gave us is free will. And the greatest free will decision is to recognize, is there God or not? But we have to ask those questions. But if you're a Jew, then these are the basics. And certainly, we don't change the rules. You know, these are the things we believe. And if you're being taught otherwise, then you're not being taught authentic Judaism. And that's the truth. Shabbos is Shabbos. Kosher is kosher. You could choose not to keep kosher. You could choose not to keep Shabbos. That's your choice. I don't recommend it. Neither does, neither does the Torah recommend it. Neither does God recommend it. But that's your choice. But to say that it's okay not to keep Shabbos, it's okay to not eat kosher, that is not true. Sorry. That's not what the Torah says. And God gave us the land of Israel, and and that's why it's important to us. And you have to know that as a Jew. And the best thing I can recommend for the Jewish people who are not as familiar, not as educated, is to educate yourself. And it takes a lot of time. And it starts with the Torah. Read what the Torah says. Pick up the Chumash and learn. There's many classes. There's online classes. And you have to learn. You got to know what's being taught. And hopefully you'll grow. But... That's very important because our enemies, they don't care our observance level. They don't care how Jewish you are, how involved you are in your Judaism. You're a Jew, you're their enemy. And it can only benefit us to strengthen our belief in the Almighty and to do what He says. Because after all, that's what Judaism is. If you're Jewish, you believe in God. You're supposed to believe in God. You're supposed to do what He says. And when we do what He says, you'll see it's going to be good for us. And one of the greatest things that's come about from what's going on in the world today is the incredible unity of the Jewish people. We're together. We're together. And anyone who recognizes that, grab onto that. Join Jewish causes. Get involved. Recognize that these are our brothers and sisters in Israel who are going through a tough time. 
real relatives, distant relatives, these are our brothers and sisters. They need us, we need them. We are one connected soul and we need to get more involved because time is running out. Time is running out. Mashiach's coming. And when Mashiach comes, the world recognizes that there's only one God. And in a way, we're not going to have that free will anymore. We're not going to be able to choose. It'll be too obvious. And we'll lose that reward of choosing God when it's not so obvious. But if you just open your eyes, you realize how God is true. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. He knows we're worth it. And he loves how we have unity around. He loves it. And I heard a beautiful idea to end with this, that ever since God created, ever since God rescued the Jewish people from Egypt and he split the sea, they asked, what is God doing now? He says he's making shaduchim. He's making matches between husband and wife. And they say that it's just as hard for the Almighty to make a match as it was for him to split the sea. And the question is, what? Come on. Really? Such a comparison? I heard an amazing idea from Rabbi Nenshimsky from Muncie, New York, a blessed memory. He said, what happened at the splitting of the sea? What happened was... The Jewish people were at the Yom Suf, were at the Red Sea. And we saw Egyptians behind us. We saw Egyptians in front of us, next to us, behind us, the sea in front of us. We were going to die. So we prayed our hearts out. We prayed so hard. We said, the Almighty, please, you got to save us. You got to save us. Please. We're going to die. And the Almighty said, oh, they're finally davening to me. They're finally praying. So nice. They're finally praying with their heart, with their soul. Ah. So hard for me, Hashem said. What's going to be? I'm going to split the sea, and they're going to stop praying to me. And we had to say, no, Hashem, I promise. We promise. We're not going to stop. We're going to be connected to you forever, forever, and ever, and ever. And we'll always remember the, the kindness you did for us. And that's why it was hard, because it's not easy to pray like that after God does the miracle. So, too, when someone's looking for their wife, someone's looking for their husband, it could take time. It could take months, years. And a person prays their heart out. They say, Almighty, please, I just want to have a family ready. All my friends are married, they have kids. I just want a family, please, Hashem. You got to help me. And Hashem says, oh my gosh, he's praying. She's praying with so much heart, with so much soul, so hard for me. I'm going to answer them. I'm going to give them a shidduch. But then what? They're going to stop praying to me. And we have to say, no, Hashem, I promise I'm going to keep praying to you forever and ever and ever. So I want to say that just like in the past, whenever there's... Sorry, they're suffering. The Jewish people, we get together. We're unified. But what happens when God saves us? What's going to be? We're going to win the war. Of course we're going to win the war. Hashem promised us we're going to be an eternal nation. Of course we're going to win the war. But then what? Are we going to divide again? Are we going to separate? Are we going to go back to our old ways? Or are we going to be forever united with our brothers and sisters? Are we going to forever judge favorably? Are we going to have avas chinam, baseless love, the second temple was destroyed because of baseless hatred. For no reason, we hate each other. We dislike each other. But now we love each other. All different flavors of Jews. Hasidish, modern, modern Orthodox, not secular, Israeli, doesn't matter. Religious, not religious. We love each other. We're there for each other. We're Yidin, we're brothers and sisters. And that's how it has to be forever. And when we have that attitude, Hashem says, I'm winning the war for you guys, and now I'm bringing Mashiach. Because you, you got there. You made it. And we also have to be part of the Jewish people. We have to be part of the, the Jewish nation. which And we have to listen to the Almighty. He gave us a Torah. He gave us instructions for living. He gave us mitzvahs. Tzitzis. He gave us mitzvah of tefillin. Of lulav and esrog. Of Shabbos. 
Everybody has to work on something. Everybody. You could be the most religious person in the world. How, how good are you with your Lush and Hara speaking gossip, evil gossip? It doesn't matter. There's always something. We all have to grow. And everyone has to take on something. And if you're not as religious, get more religious, folks. Stop making an excuse. This is what it's about. Be a Jew. Be proud. Know what it means to be a Jew. Learn the Torah. Do the mitzvahs. Start doing something more. Learn Torah. Take on scissors. No more excuses. No more excuses. We come from Avraham. Avraham had a circumcision when he was 99 years old. This week's Parsha, Vayera. And he couldn't wait to have guests. He's an old man. He's hurt from a surgery. It doesn't matter. He's going out in the heat of the day. God made it hot. I don't care that it's hot outside. I don't care that I just had a surgery. I don't care that I'm 99. I want guests. I want to do good. That's, who, that's our blood. That's our DNA. That's who we come from. We come from Avram and Sarah. We come from Rivka and Yitzchak. We come from Yaakov, Rachel and Leah. We come from goodness. We come from a people that has no excuses. We're going to do greatness. No excuses. I don't care my financial situation. I don't care my background. I don't care where I live. I'm going to do something because I'm a Yid. I'm a prince. I'm one of the CEOs of the world. And I got to do it. And I got to be involved. And enough is enough, people. Come on. Let's all do this together. Let's all grow. Let's all be happy. Let's recognize we're brothers and sisters. Let's recognize what Torah really means, what Judaism really means. Enough with the fluff. Enough with the fake Judaism. It's not real. It's four outs, eight innings. What does Judaism really say? What does it really say? Go to the source. What does it really say? I'm sorry, folks. There are a lot of phonies out there. They don't mean to be. They don't mean to be. They grew up in a certain community. They grew up in a certain country, a certain family. And these are the belief systems they had. Well, does that give Hamas the right to blow up people because that's what they know? It shouldn't. And so too, Avram, he grew up in a family of idol worshippers and he recognized this is ridiculous and there must be a God and there must be created to the, the beautiful universe we have here. And that's who we come from. So, so to you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to me. Wake up. Time is running out. Wake up. Ask yourself, what is this world about? Is there a God? What does he want? And, the, and Jewish Judaism says, of course, there's a God. Read the Torah. That's how you learn all about it. And we're not going to water it down. Like I said, it comes with the Mishnah, the Gemara, the Talmud, the Halacha. This is what's been passed down from generation to generation since Moses. Let's go. Let's start doing something. Let's start growing together. And Bizrat Hashem, with God's help, we will grow as a family. We'll grow as individuals. We'll complete our unique puzzle piece. And God will say, ah, finally, my children have got the message. They love themselves. They love me. Of course I love them, Hashem says. They love each other. Here comes Mashiach. God bless each and every one of you. God bless the Jewish people. God bless Israel. God bless all our supporters, all the nations of the world, non-Jews that support the Jewish people and recognize the truth. May we all merit to see Mashiach's coming, the Messiah, speedily in our days. Amen.